Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 754. Wrote them down. These tales were the beginning of our understanding of the Lithani. They are the root of all Ademra. Late in the third day, Retha finished telling the 99th story to Aetha, who now held himself to be his student's student. After Aetha finished writing, Retha said to him, There is one final story more important than all the rest, and that one shall be known when I awake. Then Retha closed her eyes and slept, and sleeping she died. Aetha lived forty years after that, and it is said he never killed again. In the years that followed, he was often heard to say, I won the only duel I ever lost. He continued to run the school and train his students to be masters of the bow, but now he also trained them to be wise. He told them the nine and ninety tales, and thus it was the Lithani first came to be known by all Ademra. And that is how we came to be that which we are. There was a long pause. I thank you, Shaheen, I said, doing my best to gesture respectful gratitude. I would very much like to hear these nine and ninety stories. They are not for barbarians, she said. But she didn't seem offended at my request, gesturing a combination of reproach and regret. She changed the subject. How is your kitan coming? I struggle to improve Shaheen. She turned to Vachet, does he? There is certainly struggle, Vachet said, her eyes still red with tears. Wry amusement. But there is improvement, too. Shaheen nodded, reserved approval. Several of us will be fighting tomorrow. Perhaps you could bring him to watch. Vachet made an elegant motion that made me appreciate how little I knew of the subtleties of hand language. Gracious, thankful, slightly submissive acceptance. You should be flattered, Vachette said cheerfully. A conversation with Shaheen and an invitation to watch her fight. We were making our way back to a sheltered box valley where we typically practice the katan and our hand fighting. However, my mind kept spinning back to several unavoidable and unpleasant thoughts. I was thinking about secrets and how people longed to keep them. I wondered what Kilvin would do if I brought someone into the fishery, showed them the sigildry for blood and bone and hair. The thought of the big artificer's anger was enough to make me shiver. I knew the sort of trouble I would face. That was clearly laid out in the uni end of the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. And since we're all either hungover or sick, we've brought in a ringer. We have today, of entirely the right sort of podcast, RJ sitting in with us. RJ, take a bow. R. Jabberlin the Great is what they call me, and I have arrived to finally slay the gaping maw of Mr. Mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> many have tried, many no have more. failed. 
like like all great evils like Sauron or or Emperor Palpatine, he cannot the Mr. Mealbag cannot truly die. That's right. Somehow he will return. Somehow he returns. Oh, speaking of somehow returning, just you know, since we're on it. Raytha says that they'll tell the, the last tale when they awake, but then they die. So what does that mean? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's very Christ-like, right? Uh, you know, the humanity will ultimately be redeemed once and for all when I return from death. I don't know that I agree that that's Christ-like necessarily. I don't I think Christ has like a secret returned? gospel that he didn't teach because he was too busy dying. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's messianic. Yeah, but they're not they're not saying like I will rise from death to teach you the last tale. It's like this is lost forever. This the true secret knowledge is lost forever because of your hubris. That's how I take it anyway. Oh no, I definitely take it as like they will return one day and teach the hundredth story. Interesting. Hmm. I definitely don't. Uh I, I agree with Jeremy because Raytha knew they were dying. Yeah. So I think that this is like a like a return from death thing mm. or like a reincarnation thing maybe uh, it's a some it's a something I I know I <laughs> see I always read it as they just ran out of time and didn't tell that hundredth story. Well, if you knew you were dying and you were going to run out of time, wouldn't you tell that hundredth story? Like, wouldn't instead you of just... taking a nap? <laughs> yeah, it's like well, hold story. This is how it goes in stories. Yeah, I'm I'm really on RJ's side here. Yeah, we're we're a split room. I'm with Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Yoda dies. You know he managed to just to croak out there is another Skywalker, but it doesn't tell Luke that hey, it's your sister that you kissed. You know, it's just like what happens in the story. Yeah, but he knows that Ben, who's already a Force ghost, will tell him that, and then he shows up as a Force ghost two movies later to impart some more wisdom because he knew he'd be back. So where is Raytha's force ghost is my question. Well, indeed. Well, it's the, it's the, it's the Cathay. I, what I actually do think is that the metaphor here is that there's always deeper mysteries. Like we cannot know everything yeah. about the Lathani because they were not taught. Like there is one last mystery that no one truly knows. And that's why we can continue to study it. That's what I take as the metaphor, the, the moral of this fable. And Quoth doesn't get to know. That's right. He's an outsider. Well, Quoth doesn't get to know any of the any of the mysteries, uh, and it is interesting the way Shaheen feels about that. Right? It's not like you know I'm never going to tell you because you're a barbarian. It's like I can't tell you right now because right now you're a barbarian. But as we learned from uh, a couple of pages ago, they're kind of her her thinking is if we teach this outsider enough of our ways he'll stop being a barbarian and then it won't have been wrong for Tempe to teach him so I think similarly she's kind of thinking well eventually he won't be a barbarian and we can teach him the the 90 and 9 stories RJ what do you make of Vashet on this page you you specifically asked to come on because we were talking about Vashet and I gather that she's a favorite character of yours so I'd like to throw to you while we're here with you kind of on every page and get your read on like What's Vashet's deal? Well, I appreciate that. I like her just because, and you've all touched on this, um, she just shows more emotion and is just a more um, easily understandable character to Quoth and to us because of that. Um, you know, I'm not saying that the other Adem don't have depth and warmth, but without, you know, R and Quoth's deep, knowledge of the Adam hand language Vashet re I mean and Vashet is really the one who 
carries him through as much as she gives him shit in the beginning and is harsh with him you know she carries him through and i appreciate her emotion and her warmth um i'm always kind of taken by the fact she cries here but then i remember what tempe says that crying is you don't have to hide crying like you hide some of your other emotions it's not barbaric or childish to cry i think doesn't tempe say that like you shouldn't hold it in when you're crying so i just take that vachette is very um not as much as carceret is but she is very very proud of being an adam and very touched by this story much like someone might be touched by a foundational myth in their own culture if um you know like if someone were to read to you from the great canadian lore of the invention of the poutine yeah it's you know? true the great tale of beaver tales I mean, we're all joking here but i do still get shivers when i recite the cremation of sam mcgee oh yeah actually yeah no yeah that <laughs> or uh when when stan rogers sings northwest passage oh, oh yeah true and when that no good grandmother gives him the maple leaves sweater instead of the uh, the abs sweater, mm. oh man, do I cringe with him? See, those are our myths. Those yeah. are myths. Foundational those are, cultural yeah. stories. I mean, that's really funny. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> I do think that you're onto something. That like Va- um, Vashit's reaction gives us a sense of how deeply felt this particular. Uh, whether it's however true it is, this particular story is uh, for the Adam, like how, how much it matters. Well, and I, um, you know, and, and I wanted to say, um, I like that she's, she's cheerful afterward and she tells both, you know, you should be flattered that you got to hear the story and then you get to go watch um, Shaheen fight. I just, I just, I just appreciate Vashette. I think she's a good, um, friend to Quoth in this and i wonder you know you all um in talking about vachette's poet king in some of the previous episodes brought up you know maybe vachette has lost love and maybe part of the reason this story touches her is because recently or or long ago she lost someone and it might not have been as dramatic as this but it it could you know pull at her heartstrings in that way as well yeah. What if she had to kill the poet king? Oh, you have to take it to a place of tragedy. Oh my god. And the King Killer Chronicle, it's actually just about Vachette. This mm. is That's right. She's the real King Killer. She is the real King Killer. The real King Killer was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> and by that I mean Vachette, who is a friend that quote. No, I think there's some interesting direction happening off screen here because we have our Tilda Brand and then we have Vachette saying, You should be flattered, a conversation with Shaheen. I don't think she says that out of nowhere. I think that Quoth is being very pensive. Quoth's body language kind of off screen is like he's he's down. He's he's in, lost in his own thoughts. And Vashit is prompting him being like, hey, what's your deal, man? You should be excited. This was a great honor for you. But Quoth is finally considering the consequences of his actions. And we'll get into this on tomorrow's page. But he's starting to understand like, oh, I've been taught like, secrets that are closely guarded dangerous secrets and the equivalent you know being the the signatory for blood and bone and hair like what would happen if i taught someone those things what would happen to me let alone the person that i taught them to and he's finally starting to realize like oh this is the enormity of what tempe has done 
And now he's starting to realize, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, like what those consequences could be and where the stakes actually are. He's gone all this way in and he's this deep and he's learning all these secrets before he actually realizes like the intensity of the consequences that are at stake here. And as we learn tomorrow, it, you know, they are maiming essentially he's risking losing his music. Wow. Spoilers. But I think you're, you're right that like this uh, scene after the Tildebrand does kind of start in medias res in a way that is not commented on by Quoth. They've probably been walking in silence for like five minutes and he hasn't said anything because he is like lost in the sauce. And this is her trying to like get him out of it, figure out what's going on with him. Big time. Uh, and the last thing that comes to me on this page is that we've talked about this before, I think, but we've never encountered any bow wielding Adem, which is interesting to me that like their foundational school is uh, the, the school of the bow. Their weapon is bow and arrow. And uh, we have yet to encounter them. You'd think that that would be more, you would think that that would be more prevalent, but it's it, not. And it's a much different fighting style than the sword. I would yeah. think it might be a much different school. Yeah. Tomorrow, I, when we're talking about secrets, um, maybe we can re- remind me <laughs> in five minutes <laughs> uh, to talk about, you know, Denna. Denna knows some of the university secrets. So true that. We can bring that up. Like, yeah. Quoth has already divulged secrets he maybe shouldn't have divulged. To Denna about how sympathy works. Mm. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And maybe Denna, like Quoth, has some secret reason for wanting to learn these secrets. Well, no, we're talking about it now. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, Denna definitely does. But uh, I'm here for Vachette this time, so. That's right. Keep it, keep it Vachette focused. Well, we can, we can talk about Denna tomorrow. Why don't we hie away and, and get there? Let's do it. All right. Hie and away to tomorrow's page. Of the way.